I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. As you can hear from my voice, I'm doing a lot better than I was last week. Not 100%, but getting back to my regularly scheduled programming and back to my full health, you know, <laughs> that's important. Um, last week was was good since the last time we spoke. In particular, last Friday, I was at a spoken word event. It's actually called Word Spoken, and this was their second year. It it takes place in Brampton, Ontario, Canada. That's where I live. Um, it's Christian-based spoken word poetry, and the money raised from the event every year goes towards helping to build a school in Ghana. Um, last year, the funds went towards the elementary school, and this year, the funds are going towards the middle school, which has started in the building process but is not completely finished yet um the school doesn't have a roof which as you know and as you can imagine makes it very difficult for students to learn and be in the best possible environment for their education the school um caters to low-income families and the support of people like myself and all of those who attended is very important to ensuring that these kids have an opportunity at a future that we all have for free. So I'm just going to put the link in my show notes. If you guys would like to donate anything you have, no pressure, no pressure, but it's just something that I believed in and I was inspired by. And it would be wrong if I didn't share it with you and give you guys the chance to see if it's something that you would like to contribute towards as well. And at the event, like it literally solidified what episode 15 last week's episode was about, which was energy, like being there and being surrounded by all of these people who were performing, presenting, like it was so overwhelming in the best way possible. Like so much so that I'm sure if I'm on tape, people will catch me pulling out my phone because as people were talking, the way they said the things they said, the way they presented their cadence, their body language, everything about it was just so inspiring that as I was witnessing their greatness, it was inspiring greatness within me. Like I had to pull out my phone, open up my notes and start writing down words that stuck out to me, inspiration, little lines, little poems. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but I write spoken word poetry. Well, actually I don't perform. So I guess I just write poetry (laughs) for the most part. And I'm going to be releasing a book sometime very, very soon in the near future. So it was so great to be surrounded by something that you love that brings out a part of you that you know is inside of you. But when you're surrounded by the energy that is in in tune with that wavelength that you have on the inside of you, it, you vibrate in a completely different way. And it just puts you exactly where you need to be to be productive. So after the event, I got home around 1130 and I was so wired. Like the energy was so much that I couldn't get to bed till almost three in the morning, like with my notepad, just writing, 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 writing new pieces, editing, coming up with new ideas. And yes, I write a lot and I write often, but being in that type of space and having that energy just elevated, elevated my writing and elevated my creativity to a whole nother level. So yeah, if you guys haven't listened to my last episode about energy, please do. And 
if you can apply it, please also do that because it confirmed to me that whatever you want and whatever you want to manifest, surround yourself with that thing and you'll be surprised at the way that that environment can affect you and push you further towards whatever goals or whatever experiences you want to have for yourself. But yeah, I will put the link to the GoFundMe in my show notes. You could read about it, follow them on Instagram, and you could follow me on Instagram too, see what they're doing. It's really great and I truly believe in in the in the cause and maybe next year I'll be telling you guys that I'll be performing there and you guys can come watch me too. So, back to <laughs> the main discussion last week's words to live by were do everything in your power and it actually hit me particularly hard like as I tell you guys every almost every single episode I tell you guys these things because I need them too and sometimes saying it out loud just reiterates the fact that these things are important and there's something that you can put in the forefront like my whole podcast and my premise is that I don't want to bring necessarily new things to you guys I want to bring things that you might already know or you might have heard but bring it in a light that's very relatable because sometimes you just need someone to remind you of something that you already know and you'll be like oh yeah that it's quite obvious but hearing it again will allow me to utilize it and act in the way that I've kind of already known I should have, and that's just what I want to do for you guys. So with the whole do everything in your power, there were two reasons why it hit me particularly hard. And the first one is that I have to come to terms with the fact that I've done everything in my power. And what I mean by this is that when you've done everything that you can do and something is still not working out, it's it's a it's a tough end unfortunate situation to be in but it's life you know and understanding that the power that you possess and the powers that you don't possess put you in a place where yeah I'm disappointed that I've done everything I can and it's still not working out but at the same time you can say I've done everything that I can so it's not my fault that it's not working out you know and even though you you know that that's the fact that you have done everything in your power coming to terms with the fact that whatever it is, is still not going in your favor. Although you've tried everything is sometimes a tough pill to swallow. And yeah, it was kind of a tough one for me to swallow last week. (laughs) And the second reason is that I have to realize when I haven't done everything in my power. And what this brings into question is my ego my past hurts, my fear, and any other hindrance. So it's like knowing that there's more you can do, but not doing it because I don't want to put myself out there and have people think that I'm begging or I, I've i done this before and it didn't work out, so I'm not going to do it again. Like all of these fears and egos can really block us from doing everything in our power and being cognizant of what exactly are the blockades that we're putting in place that are not allowing us to do what we're supposed to do will make it a lot easier to do everything in your power. And if you can't do everything in your power and you figure out that there's one certain thing that's constantly blocking you when you reach a certain threshold in putting yourself out there, it'll help you deal with it. And 
for me, it used to be ego, like, oh my goodness, but you know, I'm getting better, <laughs> I'm learning, but now I'd say it's more fear, and that fear can sometimes come from past hurts and rejection. I think rejection is one that a lot of us do deal with, and um, an experience that makes us feel really uncomfortable with putting ourselves out there or going that step above that you know you have the ability to but you know taking that step comes with the risk of potentially being rejected again or having past hurts come to the surface but you know we have to try our best and do what we can and understand the powers that we do possess and do not and try not to let things like fear have a greater power over our abilities to act than we do over our abilities to act. But yeah, I hope that really helped you guys last week. And now I'm just going to get right into our talk for this week. And our talk this week is going to be about inventory. So last Sunday at church, the pastor was preaching and one point that he touched on, although it wasn't his main point of his whole um, sermon, was that we all need to look at our inventory, like our personal inventory. And I couldn't help but be inspired by this. And as I've told you guys, when I'm inspired, I try not to remember it in my head because I know I forget. So I pulled out my phone in the middle of church, God forgive me, (laughs) and wrote out I literally just wrote in my notepad about inventory and then I wrote a few notes, put it back and continued to listen to the sermon. And it was just so inspiring. And that's why I scrapped the idea that I wanted to to talk to you guys about this week and went straight to this. We'll probably get to whatever I wanted to talk about next week or at a later date. So inventory is what you already have on hand. So An example of inventory, which I'm sure most of you know, because most of us have probably or are currently working a job in retail of any type, food industry, any type. So when you go to a store and you ask for something that isn't on the sales floor, the first place that the employee, if they're not lazy, will check is the back room. So It's your inventory, you know, and having inventory is so important, especially like, let's just look at from a retail perspective. There are certain things that are on the sales floor for whatever reason. Maybe they're the sizes that are most popular. Maybe it's the season, or maybe that's all they have capacity for. But if you walk into a store and you believe that all they have there is what you can physically see, you're 100% wrong because most stores will have, or all stores will have some a place in the back. It could be a third location warehouse or it can be in the back where they store a lot of the things that aren't currently in use or are not needed or are just surplus. So this just got me thinking that what about us? Like, what are the things that we are keeping in our back rooms, in the back room of our mind, in the back room of our experiences that, that we're storing as inventory. And when things are missing in our lives or things aren't going the way we want them to, do you actually check your inventory or do you panic? And if you do check your inventory, are you properly utilizing the the tools that are in your inventory at all times? Like some, I feel that many of us don't even realize the power 
of our inventory, the power of the things in our mind, the power of the resources around us that aren't necessarily at the forefront, but that still do exist and we're not utilizing. So for this talk, I'm just going to talk about two things of value that we all have in our inventory, whether you acknowledge them or not. And those two things are talents and people. So I'm going to start off with our talents and talents. I'm talking about your personal talents, the things on the inside of you. These are the things you're good at, the things you've learned, the things you've amassed over the years. And when we're in a panic, we often forget that we possess the things that we possess. Like when you go to a store and they don't have something, they don't like most store store clerks who have good customer service skills don't initially panic. The first thing they do is say, wait, let me go check the back. So we ourselves as people who are selling ourselves to the world, like we are you as a person who can be seen is your storefront, you know, and the things you do the most are your storefront, but the things in the back, like your talents are your back room. And it's important that in moments of panic or in moments where your storefront or the things that you usually bring to the, to the forefront of who you are, aren't everything that you need. It's important that you take a moment to acknowledge the talents that you already have and how they may be of a benefit to you. Like what you have in your inventory may not be exactly what is needed, but there may be talents that you can utilize in different ways. Like for example, I went to school for psychology and economics, but I didn't go to school for sociology. I didn't go to school for math. There might be a math problem like this is random, like, cause who does math problems casually, but <laughs> flow with me, flow with me, understand where I'm going. So there might be a math problem that arises and someone might say, like, I could panic and be like, oh my God, I never did math. I don't know this, but there might be parts of my economics degree, for example, which did have some math in it that can be related in a way that can answer that question for me. And when you think about your talents it's important to understand that they're flexible. It's important to understand that the one way that it might have been used in the past or the the means by which you amassed it may may not and almost 100% of the time will not be the only way that it can be used in the future and that's why it's important to check your inventory and by doing this it's more of a mindfulness thing you know like we're human beings will panic and sometimes when we panic we think oh we don't have what it takes in in us to do what we need to do you know but if you take some time to think about the things that you do have and use a little bit of creativity to figure out how those things can be better used in another aspect you might find that you have a lot more in your tool belt than you actually think you do. Like today, my sister and I were watching MasterChef and there was a grilling, like elimination competition. And the girl who ended up going home, she said she had never grilled before and they were grilling steaks. So like what I mean by grill is I grill on an outside barbecue, gas barbecue type of situation. And she was panicking so badly because she she saw the fact that there was a grill and that she had never done it and forgot the fact that she cooks steaks all the time she forgot the fact that it's still meat that I've used and I know how it's supposed to be and she just allowed the overwhelming nature of something that was new 
take away from the fact that if she had actually dug into her inventory and calmed down, she would realize that she had the skills required to complete the task and not only just complete it, but complete it successfully. And that's what happens. You know, when you panic, you, you get yourself to a place where you're looking with laser precision at something that you cannot accomplish. And it gets to a point where you're so overwhelmed by that, that you don't look around you at the bigger picture and see how other things that you've done in your life can be pulled up and applied successfully to whatever it is you're facing. So yeah, the first tip is to, well, the first thing that all of us have in our inventory is our talents and give yourself credit. We're all really special, you know, and there's some things, well, I'll talk about this more next week because I'm most likely going to be talking about our gifts and talents do fall into that, but give yourself credit. Like many of us feel like we're so normal. We don't have gifts. We don't have talents, but you'll be surprised at how many special and unique things that we actually do possess, but it's just that we don't see the value in those things. So the second thing that most of us or all of us have in our inventory is people. Unless you're a hermit living in a cave and then you wouldn't even be listening to my podcast. So you're not my demographic. So all of you guys who are listening to my podcast, you all have people in your inventory. And what I mean by people are the people in your circle, your friends, your family, your mentors, the people around you and utilizing the people in your circle is of the utmost importance. Like I can't tell you the amount of times that I've wanted to make moves in my life or I, I needed advice that I couldn't get from anywhere. And I just remembered somebody who had it. And I know like with connections and stuff like that, you always think it's that big person. Like you have to know the CEO of companies and, and the VPs of companies, but you know what? What was I going to say? But you know what? (laughs) The secretary of the CEO is the one who makes the CEO's schedule. Like gatekeepers are just as important as whomever you want to get in connection with. Like knowing the secretary, knowing the janitor in a building who constantly says hello to everybody they meet on in the elevator and who has that friendship with them is just as important and just as useful as knowing the CEO. And I feel like a lot of times people also, we also as individuals feel that it would be a bother or to go to people and utilize them in their skills, maybe because you haven't spoken to them in a long time, or maybe because you just don't want to feel like you, you only go to them when you have issues. But trust me, if these people are in your life and they love you or they care about you, or for whatever reason, they've stayed in connection and contact and conversation with you, the least you can do is go to them and and try your luck. Like if, if they don't want to help you fine, if they do amazing. And that's just from a business perspective, but like utilizing people is also utilizing them for their advice and things like that. Like for me, I know I've talked about it a few times. I have my wise men. Like those are my mom, my aunt, my sister, my uncle, and a few friends who, when I'm in that emotional place where I know I shouldn't be, or if I'm about to do something that can be perceived as wrong or that can be perceived as 
risky, those are the people I go to, you know? Those are the people I go to because I know that the advice that they give me will be sound. It won't come from a place of ego, which is where I sometimes operate from. It'll come from a place of this is right, this is wrong. Don't misrepresent yourself or go for it. You're absolutely in the right. So utilize the people in your life. So yeah, those are my two points. And I just want to say that maximizing your use of your inventory will improve your life in so many ways. Like we possess so much more than is on the surface and doing what is needed to dig through our inventory and understand the values that it possesses and pulling out all the supplies that we have will make things so much easier for you. Like give yourself credit and give the people around you credit. You are capable of doing so much more than you probably think you can. And the moment you change your mindset to acknowledging the fact that you can do more than that, you'll be shocked at what you'll pull out. You'll be shocked at the inspiration and the connections that you'll make to things that you never even thought were relevant. And when you utilize the people around you, you'll see that your network is so big, so vast, so useful, and so wide, wide spanning. Like, Seven degrees of separation is a real thing, guys. Like sometimes you just have to ask that one friend for a number for his other friend, call that other person. And by the time you make three calls, you're right in the ear of who you need to be in the ear of at the table with the person who you have to be at the table with. So yeah, take some time, acknowledge your inventory, dig through it and see what you find. And I hope you find great things because I'm sure you will. So to wrap up this week's episode, the word to live by is you don't need to explain your value unless you're in an interview. (laughs) Let me just throw that in brackets. You do need to explain your value when you're in an interview. But outside of that, our value and what we bring to the table needs to be known by us as individuals. And it isn't your responsibility to explain or justify it to anybody who refuses to see it. So yeah, you are, you need to know your value. You need to know what you're worth. You need to come to terms with this. And saying this sounds easy, but I would like advise you maybe right after this episode to just take some time, like five minutes, even two minutes and just say, what do I bring to the table and what makes me valuable? And what is my value? So um, if people do not understand your value, it's honestly their loss. Like once you know what your value is and you decide that you will not be treated below it for the most part, it's, it's okay to remove yourself from whatever space that you feel you're not being treated at the level of your value. And if you can't, for whatever reason, remove yourself from spaces where your value is not being realized or appreciated, even then it's not your responsibility to ensure that everybody sees it. Like value and all of these things are so like, they're so temperamental in the fact that the value I place on myself as a person might be completely different than the value that you place on me as a person. Sometimes your value for me could be much higher than mine because I lack confidence or acknowledgement of my greatness or vice versa. My value can be higher than what you place on me. But ultimately what matters is the value that you place on yourself and how you perceive yourself because 
based on that, you'll have a marker for where, for how you'll be treated by other people and what you'll allow in your life. Because I know sometimes you guys have probably seen people in relationships where they're going above and beyond and the person who they're in that relationship with doesn't see the value of everything they're bringing to the table. And if the person who is going above and beyond doesn't see their value as well, they'll continue to chase after an ideal or try and convince someone that is never going to see them in that light. But the moment you see yourself in the light that you're meant to be in or the light that you perceive yourself to be in, everybody else doesn't matter. You need to carry yourself and say that if you don't see my value, fine. I'm still going to do what I'm doing the way I do it because that's what I believe in. If you see it, great. I'm still going to keep doing what I'm doing the way I'm doing it because that's what I believe in. So it's just a matter of figuring out what your own personal value is and using that as the, the measuring stick for your life and how you'll be treated and understanding that not everybody will, will see it and appreciate it, but knowing that that's okay because you appreciate yourself and you know what you're doing. And in due time, those who are meant to notice, see and appreciate it 100% will. So yeah, that's the end of my podcast for this week. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Follow me on Instagram and follow me on Twitter, guys. I'm starting to post. I'm trying to do like every other day. Give me slack. I'm trying my best. And if you want to send me any questions, I'm still up for taking questions. Just shoot me an email. Everything's going to be in the description bar below. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.